Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Have you ever wondered how narcissists choose their next supply? Like, what are they actually looking for? And what actually makes you not become a narcissistic magnet that every single person you get with seems to be a narcissist? Sometimes people notice patterns of behavior of like, it seems like every single person I've been with has been a narcissist. Well, stick around. We're going to dive into three main aspects of how narcissists choose their next supplies. So you can get educated on that to avoid getting chosen by a toxic person. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. And we do it by putting up content on all the different platforms, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the different platforms under Raw Motivation. So if you don't follow us on any of those, feel free to be able to follow, join some of those communities to help support or to help share some videos or content to people that might need to hear it, that might need to have that awareness piece because they don't realize the crazy making that they're going through. Speaking of communities, I want to be able to invite you into the NARC app, N-A-R-C-A-P-P, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community. It's a community of like-minded people that help you heal, grow, and change. A lot of those people are taking it to the next level by showing up on weekly lives, of getting encouragement and challenges to be able to process over the next week, to log in with group coaching that we have every single month that bring in coaches, psychologists, therapists from people all over the globe to help you heal, grow, and change. A huge part of that is getting around people that understand what you've been through and can help support you in that process. And that's what people are on there for. We'd love to have you engage with that. Just go to narcapp.com. If you're here today and you're wondering, like, have I been with a narcissist? I don't know. I'm, I'm having this hard time, like, taking care of, like, the stuff. I've got a lot of rumination. I'm kind of confused, all those kind of things. Would love to be able to talk to you and help you. Because I work with people every single day that are stuck with the mindset of, like, I, I know this person was toxic, but I just want to go back. You know, maybe it was me. Maybe I need to interact with them. Maybe I should have loved them more. All those kind of things I try to help people work through and to break a lot of times a trauma bond, to be able to rewire the mindset, to be able to get through limbo land where at times it feels like, hey, there's peace because I'm not getting actively abused, but it doesn't feel peaceful because I still want to go back. I try to help people through that and also to build boundaries so you don't get back with a narcissist and you don't get with a toxic person down the road. So I'd love to interact with you. You can go to rawmotivations.com, click on one-on-ones. We'd love to hear from you there. If you want to hear from the Weiss perspective, check out our podcast, Trauma, Drama, and Life on Apple Podcasts. Myself and Kayla Taylor dive in each week to be able to give you a little bit of an insight into our lives and an idea of being with a narcissist and some of the stuff that we've had to process moving forward. All right, jumping in today, how do narcissists choose the next supply? Oftentimes you probably see they go from one supply to the next. You know, it's oftentimes there's like, you, you're like, oh, we broke up and they were with someone the next week. We broke up and they were engaged like a month later. And you're just like, how in the world? Like what actually happened? Well, a lot of times narcissists have someone in the wings. They have somebody standing to the side ready to take your spot. 
ready to take your spot as soon as you move out or as soon as they discard you or whatever it might be. They're like, I already have someone lined up. Well, what makes them get chosen? You know, why would they choose certain people? Well, I want to just highlight really quick. We've done some videos, but I want to highlight really quick. It's not always wealth. It's not always beauty. It's not always education. It's not always a lot of different things. It's not just that you're an empath or anything like that. Narcissists aren't that picky when it comes to who they're looking for. But we're going to dive into three different types of people that the narcissist is looking for to be able to be with and who will be the next supply. The first one is narcissists are looking for people that are open. Now, what do I mean by open? I mean like open emotionally, open sexually, open with a lot of different aspects. A lot of narcissists can pick up and can sense different things, even if it's not overtly said. How I've termed it and how I've talked about it with my therapist and how I've interacted with Lee about it and we've talked through a bunch of these things is the idea of that I call it like energy doors. It's like a person has different energy that they have inside and they have some that are open and they have some that are closed. You might meet someone and they're open very emotionally of getting emotionally involved. They're emotionally attached. Or you might meet someone and they're very sexually open. You're like, hey, this person I could be with really quickly. You see, in doing some different events across the country, we've had different opportunities to interact with many different people. At a particular event that I was at, I interacted with someone there and I noticed through the conversation and through the just speaking back and forth, the energy that was there was that person was casting out a very open vibe. Now, they weren't coming up and you know flirting or, or looking a certain way, but I was getting a very open vibe that let me know this person is wide open to being manipulated emotionally, whatever it might be. They're wide open. There's a part of me that was kind of like freaked out by it because I could feel it so much, more so than what I've ever felt it before, and also because I also felt it and was aware of it at the same time. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It was one of those things I'm just like, I can feel this. This is not something I want to be around because I don't want to open up any doors to that person. So I had to make sure I was closed off, communicated what I need to communicate, and then broke off the conversation. Later, when I was talking to another person about it, just trying to explain of how it actually works, of how it feels, they asked me, like, why does it even freak you out? Like, why should it be that big a deal? And I said, the difference is now understanding it and seeing and feeling that energy of that person is open is it the choice to actually manipulate? You see, before it wasn't a conscious thought. It was just an automatic impulse. Like, great, this person's open. Let's do it. But now it's actually like a moment of like, wait a second. I feel it. I know it. I understand it. Now I have a choice to either act upon it or not. So a lot of times narcissists will sense a lot of people that are open emotionally, sexually, spiritually, mentally, whatever it might be that are open to let them actually step into that person's life and manipulate and control them. The second thing is a lot of times narcissists are looking for people who accept you crossing boundaries, particularly looking for people who accept you crossing other people's boundaries. 
Now, it might be a little bit different than what you've thought of before. It should be like theirs. No, I'm talking about other people's boundaries because it's the minutia of like, wait a second, this person accepts something that's not directed towards them, but they accept something that's happening. Be like the idea of making fun of my wife or shaming a coworker, or saying something to someone to see how they react. If they don't react, or if they laugh along with it, or if they think it's great, I know right then and there that their boundaries, that other people's boundaries, they're allowing them to get crossed, and they don't really care. They don't really see that as a problem, or they don't really see that as being a boundary that needs to be upheld. Maybe it'd be the idea of venting to another person to see what tolerance there is for that venting. Okay, like I'm telling someone like, man, like my wife is awful. Like, I can't believe it. I just I miss having like a friend. I don't have a friend, all this kind of stuff. And all of a sudden, boom, there's like a friendship. There's like an opening there to be able to get into that person's life because they don't notice and they don't see that there should be some boundaries in the communication, maybe from an opposite sex, maybe about a confidential things and a partnership and a work uh, environment, whatever it might be, they don't notice, hey, that's crossing a boundary and I don't wanna get involved in that. But instead they let the narcissist walk right over. It might be the idea of sharing private details, the gossip, and then they know that if this person keeps it quiet, if this person has a connection there, well, they're going to be quiet and they're not going to say anything to other people when that relationship starts. Or they're not going to say anything because they're afraid of getting blackmailed because it's their boss or because it's a coworker or someone else. All different things happen like that. So looking for other people who will, who will accept the narcissist crossing other people's boundaries. Okay. So basically people that either don't know about boundaries or people that don't care that the narcissist is crossing other boundaries. All right. Third one is looking for people that are lost. A lot of times narcissists are looking for people that are lost. Think of it if you're out someplace and you're trying to figure out where to go. Maybe you're trying to find a coffee shop or something like that. You're trying to find a place to go and you stop and you ask someone for directions because you just can't find it. It's not showing up on the map, like all this kind of stuff. It's like, where do I go? In that moment, you're at the will of the person that you asked to direct you in the right direction. That's how it is for a narcissist another aspect of power and control, oftentimes a a parent or a teacher role to the other person. Like you're lost. You don't know what to do. You don't know who you are. You don't know how to live life. Let me show you. Let me manipulate you. Let me design your life to be the way that I want it to be. A lot of times we see this with narcissistic parents and their kids projecting how they want them to live or what they want them to achieve because they want that success for themselves, not for the kids. There's a power in controlling another person that a narcissist gets off of. And so it's the idea of if I'm directing you, if I'm engaging with you and sending you one place or telling you to do one thing or saying, that's not good, do it this way, whatever it might be, there's a power in that that the narcissist gets a high off of. So a lot of times they're looking for people that are lost. Now, I don't just mean like lost, like you don't know directions. That's the easiest way to describe it. But when we talk about lost, a lot of times we're diving deeper as being lost of yourself, of not having a sense of self, not having a, a purpose, not having a direction, not having boundaries. A lot of times people walk through life very reactive without purpose or direction. And as a result, a narcissist can walk up to you and be like, hey, this is the direction we're going to go. And you start walking with them, not realizing the toxicity that you just got involved in. You see, those that are looking for guidance without knowing who they are or what direction they're going, they're prone to manipulation. So be careful if that's you to know who you are and the direction you're going. 
Again, narcissists are looking for three types of people. They're looking for people that are open emotionally, sexually, and energy-wise. They're looking for people who accept them crossing other people's boundaries. And they're looking for people that are lost, have no sense of self, no sense of direction. If you're struggling with these today, once you understand you're not crazy, you're not alone, you're not hopeless, reach out for help.